High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Right, so Stephen Groost is a former colleague, the original presenter of the show, and currently the head of the African Governance and Diplomacy Program at the South African Institute of International Affairs, and as such, an expert on South African foreign policy and politics. He is the first in the lineup to talk about what this year has in store for us politically. Stephen, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Sharice. It's about uh, 10 years that I think you've been doing the show after we started it when we were colleagues, so still going strong. <laughs> I feel like it's quite natural for us to be chatting over the mic in the Chaifem studio, although we started off uh, on the other side of, t- not town, but the other side of the street. Stephen, what, is this going to be a political bumper ride of a year? Are we going to have to fasten our seatbelts, close our eyes and hold on. There's uh, never a dull moment in politics in South Africa as we know. I think uh, people were probably expecting the ANC conference to have more fireworks than it did in December. Uh, Cyril Ramaphosa actually won quite easily. Pala Pala uh, despite uh, his scandals and uh, you know, there was a good Zapiro cartoon this week uh, where they're examining the president and saying there's another energy crisis and he doesn't have a backbone. And, and I think people would, would want to see more action from the president. Having said that, uh, his, you know, he won quite comfortably. But don't forget, uh, we are going into an election next year with a ruling party that by all accounts is losing and hemorrhaging support. Mm-hmm. At a rapid rate, I, I saw a poll this week that said they may not even get 40% of the vote. I think that's uh, probably unrealistic, but uh, most expect them to drop below 50% of the vote, and that means coalition. And, you know, we've seen from Israel how tricky coalitions are and how difficult they are to put together, and this will be still a huge party. Um, and, and, and an opposition landscape that hasn't really got their act together. They're not united. They're, they're very divided. So... Yes, I think it's going to be a rough year. We've got uh, a lot of economic problems that your next guest is going to talk about, but uh, we don't need to talk about uh, load shedding um, or the falling rand or, or unemployment, uh, the chronic problems that I think South Africans know so well. Um, but, yes, you can expect things to get a little bit more amplified because we're going into an election next year. So ESCOM is both political and economic, but I'm going to leave it for the next discussion because there's so much we need to discuss here. And you talk about uh, coalition politics in Israel. Um, our own little city of Johannesburg at the moment is looking decidedly shaky. Uh, does does what has happened in Joburg this past two days indicate that coalition parties can't or won't work together? And does this create more um, less in, in, uh, appetite for voters to come and vote? Yeah, you know, I think the, the splintered nature of our politics means that, say, unlike a Sweden or a Germany where there are big blocks, you tend in South Africa to have the ANC very large, the DA pretty large. The EFF has got a, a number of seats. And then you have what uh, they call the small Nyama parties, the rats and mice, the one or two seats here and two seats there. And for every smaller party that you have, that's more negotiations, that's more horse trading, that's more compromises that you have to make to keep them together. And the opposition is simply not united. Uh, when they, the last few elections have been, you know, anything but the ANC, and that's been where they've won their votes. But when it comes to governing, 
and and the DA has a lot of experience from its time in the Western Cape and now of, of course in the metros after the local government elections where they've basically all fallen to coalition politics um the smaller parties don't always like the way the DA treats them they find them arrogant they find them uh dictatorial and of course politics is all about interests and um, when those interests don't align, then co- the coalitions collapse. So I think what we, we're seeing in Joburg, the latest I heard, is that uh, we are going to have a new mayor, uh, that Palazzi again has fallen. Uh, I think that's a pity for, for Israel supporters uh, because the new mayor is likely to be m- much more anti-Israel. Uh, I mean, maybe we're going to see the revival of the ridiculous um, proposal to change Samson Drive to Leila Khaled Drive after a Palestinian hijacker. You know, that's the party that, that looks like it's in the front seat at the moment. Uh, bizarre. Um, and, and you're seeing these shaky, uh, these shaky coalitions, which also I think – Part of the problem is it's not only dealing with local issues in the metro. They are connected to what's happening at a national level. And so sometimes they are taking their instructions uh, from their party headquarters, which have little to do with what is good for the citizens of the of the city or the residents of the city. I think Mike, the word I was looking for was voter apathy. Is this going to increase voter apathy? So, I th- you know, I, I think voters... Uh, turnout has been decreasing steadily since 1994. Uh, there are many part, many ANC voters who just do not see an alternative, and so they will not vote or they will spoil their ballot. They can't bring themselves to vote for the DA or for the Freedom Front Plus or for the ACDP. So I think you're going to have uh, – yes, you're going to have people not voting, and I think – Given the the price price in blood that people paid for South Africa to be able to to uh, have democratic elections, uh, it, it's it's sad, but it's also I think a natural phenomenon that we're seeing not only in South Africa but around the world that uh, political parties just don't hold the sway that they used to. So I, I think yes, um, I've heard a lot of young people say I don't know who to vote for. First time voters, uh, I have uh, two in my house. Uh, they have no clue. They have no clue on 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 where they should put their vote. Um, I think the ANC is scrambling. Um, I think the the load shedding and the economy are not going to help it. Um, I think uh, the composition of the cabinet is going to be, uh, you know, something people will look at. And just there doesn't seem to be a plan. Stephen, I'm not going to say goodbye, but um, I'm going to take a quick, quick, quick break, and then we're just going to look for one second about. Um, foreign affairs just for one quick quick second this is jewish board talk with sharice zephyr only on 101.9 high fm and i'm talking to stephen greist and we're looking about at the politics of our country the state of the nation my last question to you stephen is um foreign affairs what what are you anticipating for the year ahead? So it's a big year for South Africa because we are chairing the BRICS, the collection of Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. There's been talk of BRICS expanding. Uh, some names that have been bandied about include Iran, Venezuela, Argentina. Uh, we'll see if there's support for that. Of course, this is happening against the backdrop 
of the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, which is going to come up for its one-year anniversary. And that's going to be exactly the time that we are conducting uh, naval maneuvers with Russia and China off the coast of KZN. So I expect a lot of flack there. Um, I think the, the usual chestnuts, uh, South Africa will be supporting the Palestinians and condemning Israel for all sorts of uh, egregious uh, occurrences in a, in a rather un uh, equal way. Uh, we'll bang on about Western Sahara. Of course, the African Union remains important. And uh, I think those are the areas that South Africa's focus is going to be, of course, also trying to attract investment. Stephen, we are talking in two weeks about Russia uh, because it will be the anniversary of the invasion. So I'm not saying goodbye so much as I will see you in two weeks' time. Thank you look very much for joining me. Look forward to it. Thanks, Cherise. That was Stephen Gruist.